Uh, thanks for coming in today. Appreciate oh, no worries, it. Man. Um, I might get you to just give us like a little bit of introduction about yourself, just for anyone yeah. who hasn't met you. Yeah, um, no worries. Yeah. Uh, my name's Matt. I'm a first year med school student at the University of Queensland, and um, I'm hoping to be one of the best powerlifters in the world one day. Fuck yeah. 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 Some big goals there. Yeah, yeah. I'm hopefully on my way to achieving some of those, you know. So you compete in all three lifts, like squat, bench, dead? Squat, bench and deadlifts, yeah. yeah. Is there one that you're specifically good at? Yeah, or? my deadlift has always been a strong suit of mine. You know, I've actually spent the last you know, year and a bit trying to catch up my squat and my bench just to the level that my deadlift's at. Because, I don't know, it's kind of what... Deadlifting for the first time is kind of what got me into powerlifting. Mm. I was just at a local physio gym, actually. Yeah, right. And I was deadlifting, and the guy who was there overseeing it all said, hey, man, you should, like, you should, like, get into this because what you're able to do with no training is something special, so... Yeah, what could you do without any training? So I was, like, I was 15. I think the first time I ever deadlifted, I did, like, 130 for a set of six or something. Yeah, wow. At 15 years old? Yeah. So, so is that at school? No, it was just at uh, a local physio. It was at that gym that you Yeah, did. yeah. Yeah, right. yeah true. Yeah. Well, he was just like, let's see what you can do. Well, yeah, physio. he said, let's, let's try deadlift it out. I'll teach you guys how to deadlift. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, he kind of just went from there. He was like, hey, man, what the fuck? Like, can you, <laughs> yeah. have you ever done this before? And I said, no. He's stronger than me. Yeah. So how long before... Were you, like, just self-taught at that point, or did he sort of give you some coaching? That was my... F oh, I wasn't... I mean... So like grade 10 at school, so same year, I was taking like an extra PE subject and one of the units in that subject was a like a CrossFit games kind of thing mm -hmm. where we were competing in that class just to see who gets at the best times in these events and stuff like that. So that was my first time in an actual gym, that uh, PE unit. And then after that, I kind of, I wasn't doing much gym work after that. You know, I just kept going with my sports. Like I played rugby and volleyball for school. But um, then I heard about this gym class that was being run just at my local physio, and I thought, oh, you know, it might be fun to you know check that out. I did enjoy my time doing CrossFit and stuff like that, mm. and so that was my first time in a like a, a gym, like an actual gym mm. kind of thing. So yeah. until then, yeah, I hadn't actually touched much of a barbell. Yeah, right. So you're pretty much like pretty well, like pretty good at it from the first. From the first time you did yeah, it. I mean, I guess I lucked out with genetics and stuff like that. Like my dad was always a really strong guy, mm -hmm. and he he's never set foot in the gym. So yeah, true. Yeah, is he was is he like a trainee or? Uh, yeah, when he was younger, he used to work in um, it's called CSL. It's like a yeah. laboratory, chemical service laboratory okay. kind of thing, and he just used to work in the freezer rooms there, just lifting heavy stuff all mm -hmm. the time. He once told me a story about how he was like when he was twenty. He had to take an engine out of his car, but he didn't have a winch or anything. So he tied a rope around the thing and pulled it out with his hands. So <laughs> he's just, yeah. Yeah, naturally being strong. Yeah. 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 Was... You should get him in a palace too. <laughs> I've tried, man. I've tried. So how long have you been doing it for now? How old are you now? I'm 18. I turned yeah. 18 at the start okay. of this year. Yeah, right. So that was, that was only three years ago that you yeah. sort of started getting into it. Yeah. I always okay. remind myself how young you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably this old ass face, bro. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. Yeah, yeah, it's it's surprising that you're that young just because of like seeing strong how strong you are. you are. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, I got, I guess I got really lucky with the way I'm built and stuff yeah. like that. And you gotta love it though too. Like not just doing it just because oh, you're like, yeah, you it's, have it's, the tendencies. Like you gotta do it too. Yeah, I played plenty of sports in my time. Like mm. you know, I started out in soccer, like a lot of kids did. And then when I moved up here from Sydney, which is where I'm from originally, mm. uh, I got really into swimming. Yeah, right. I got told I had potential for swimming, but then you know the training for that just gets 
yeah. gets a bit much, man. Yeah. Spending hours with your face down in the water, not talking to anyone, this is yeah. a bit much for me. You'll yeah. wake up like super early in the morning. Oh yeah, bro. Cold. Like I used to do these training blocks, getting up at 5 a.m. every day for like two weeks. It was just, just horrible. Yeah, I don't know how people do that. It's yeah. so boring. Since that first time deadlifting in the gym, I kind of fell in love with powerlifting. Yeah. Because it's not just like the lifting, man, because that's only you know as much as training intensely is a huge thing it's not it's not a lot of the time that you actually spend here in the gym I think what I love a lot about working out and stuff like that is just getting to talk to people around me as well like all that kind of stuff the social aspect of it. especially the boys here yeah like, we've made some great friends here like Bill yeah. Sam Stocks all those guys yeah, yeah. it's awesome to see all the you know young young guys here just mm. like making friends yeah. stuff. it's good whereas what's like your closest goal with powerlifting? I'm hoping to set the national record for squat, deadlift and overall total in November this year at nice. the SimCity Open, which is qualified for states next year, so hopefully I make yeah. it to that as well. Yeah, cool. Well, what do you need to hit for that? Uh, so I think the current deadlift record is like 270, 272, so I'm hoping for 275, 280-ish. Yeah, right. Squat record's 230 at the moment, so I want a little, you know, just a little over that. Mm. I'm not, even, I'm not even close to touching that bench record. Some of those guys are nuts, bro. But yeah. yeah, I think the total record's like 620. What's the bench on? The bench is like 180, bro. Yeah. 180, for, 190. For a junior? For, a eight, for under 18s, uh, 105 kilos. So. True. 180. Nat, mm. Natty, too. I swear, yeah. the bench press like guys 18. are just built differently. Built like crazy, yeah. They're just short arms, like huge yeah. chest. It's just it's crazy, like, man. <laughs> He's going to be designed to bench press. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man. That's mm. some some big goals, but yeah. So you you confident about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, squat squat might be it'll be a hard rep, you know. If I if I squat like two thirty plus, mm. it'll be a hard one, but I'm sure I can do it. Yeah. Deadlift, I'm I'm cruising, man. Yeah, like just in the singles, I've been stuff I've been working up to lately. Mm. They've been moving like like butter. Yeah, so. what have you been getting up to? Uh, I think this week. This week I had two singles at like 242. Yeah. And I'm, you know. Doing a PB to that? Uh, every, uh, PB on squat, yeah. Yeah, nice. Open like 220, yeah, 222. Okay. See how that moves. Fuck yeah. Yeah, right. You're getting up there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to get like some of these guys over in the US, man. Some yeah. of those kids are nuts. Yeah, what sort of numbers? Uh, there's a guy, a guy named Sean Mills. We're built pretty similar, like. Even down to the hair, he's got the same fucking hair as well. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's what he's like twenty. He just turned twenty. And he's squatting like three hundred twenty kilos. Jeez. Deadlifted three thirty just the other day. And I was like, oh. far out, man. At eighteen? Uh, no, twenty. He's 20, just turned yeah. twenty. Is he the same weight? Category? Yeah, he's under one of fives as well. Yeah. See, three thirty. Jeez. <laughs> Scary stuff, insane. man. Crazy, man. Yeah. Tell you what, the day I touch three hundred on anything, I'll be. Happiest man alive. Yeah, three hundred is crazy. That's, well, that's a, that, that weight class. Like that's over the triple weight. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. nuts. That's, yeah, it's a bit crazy. Mm. So, are you working at the moment? Working? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've uh, I actually just quit one of my my most recent job. I was working as a delivery driver for Domino's. Yeah. But just the the timing of it, like between my uni and stuff like that, it just wasn't working out for me because mm. you only ever work like three hour shifts at a time. Yeah. Just not really worth going in for me. I used, uh, to, I used to do that too, mm, delivery job. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Domino's. Domino's. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, how, so, how old were you, were you doing that? Oh, like 17. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, I just started the job after I got my piece just because, yeah. you know, it paid pretty well for the time. 
No, right now I'm just working at a, um, just a fruit and veg wholesale place over on the south side in Rockley. Yeah. Nice. One of my mates, his mum, is one of like the managers there, and he got me a job there. So, no, that's a good, good time. Nice. So you got like normal sort of hours? Doesn't affect your training? Nah, it's fine. It's usually like pretty early on during the day. Yeah. Yeah, but even on Sundays we get to choose what time we start because it's just me and my mate who go in. So. Yeah, that's good because yeah. we talked to another guy. Um, you probably know him, like real big guy, Callum. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah, he does the metalwork stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, and he was just saying like how he had he used to have this job where he'd be like flat out at work and oh, just like yeah. destroy his no, training. I'm, yeah, no, that pretty mess with me. Yeah, it's like, it's a small thing. Well, it's not a small thing sometimes, but it can mm. make like a massive difference with your training. Like oh, the yeah. job that you have can be like the make or break traffic oh, yeah. those numbers. Yeah, I suppose at least with delivery job and I was just sitting down for most yeah. of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not really like taking work home with you, getting nah. stressed out about people's <laughs> deliveries. Not even slightly. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah, I know how much like just daily activity can like take, really take a toll on training and stuff like that. Mm. I mean, it's not so much a daily activity, but when I played rugby for school, I couldn't squat during rugby season because I would just be too tight, too sore. Yeah. Uh, I was just really running the risk of injuring myself mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So my training really took a hit back then, but luckily I've caught back up now. Yeah. And yeah, yeah no matter how much my friends try to tempt me into coming back to footy and stuff like yeah. that, I just, I just can't if I want to focus on this powerlifting yeah, thing. Definitely. You should eat so much food if you're doing oh, both. You know, like I was I was an absolute pig back in high school. It was nuts. <laughs> I just almost emptied my parents' bank account just for lunches <laughs> and stuff like that. Did you have um? You get coaching now. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. When did you start with the coach that you? I think I started pretty early on in grade twelve. I'd like to say because yeah, right. I definitely didn't know him back in grade eleven. Yeah, we started with one of my mates, uh, Jesse. He went to him first because he used to. My coach Kobe used to coach out of Good Life over in Castledine. Yep. So he met him there, and then Kobe left Good Life, and then Jesse went with him. Uh, and then another one of my mates started going to see him as well, just for coaching and stuff like that. And I thought, well, you know what, like, I probably can't do this all on my own because mm. I don't. You know, obviously, I was young; I was like 17. I know nothing yeah. about powerlifting, pretty much. So I went to start seeing him, and my first session with him, I think my previous best deadlift was like 220, mm. and that was with a belt on, everything, real grinder. Mm. And then first session with him, I PB like it was like two twenty five or something, mm. and it felt better. So yeah, I realized how much a coach can impact the way you lift and yeah. stuff like that. How much help that can bring. Things, yeah. So yeah, yeah. There's always room for improvement. Mm. Oh, yeah, always great. little tweaks you can make. There's extra, extra couple of yeah. kilos. Everything helps. Yeah, the way he's been having me train as well, I think, has really helped me. I don't know, find something that works for me. Yeah. So I used to just, I used to overshoot like my yeah. ability a lot before I had a coach before he started giving me like numbers to work on and stuff yeah. like that like I'd go into the gym and I'd damn near max out every time I lifted yeah. I just remember how shot my like central nervous system was during yeah. that time like it was actually like a physical feeling in like the front of my head and I just had like, a headache <laughs> yeah. like all the time it was yeah, tough yeah true you used to be 1RMing every day yeah 1RMing just max like rep maxes and stuff like that like heavy triples everything I just wanted to lift as much weight as I possibly could and then started seeing Kobe and they realized that like, you know, sometimes you actually really need to take a step back and he introduced me to the whole concept of sub-maximal training and all that kind of stuff yep. and it's really helped. Yeah. You enjoying training with him? Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. yeah it's been good, really good stuff so far. Yeah. It's always fun because he just, um, he has a gym set up in his garage and stuff. It's always a good time going over there and mm. hanging out with the other guys who live in that house and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Cool. So you have any, any other goals outside of powerlifting? Yeah, yeah, so I, 
I was always kind of like tossing up what I wanted to do when I was older. You know, at first it was I wanted to go into what my mum does, which is accounting and stuff like that. And I realized how much I hate sitting behind a desk all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was, I want to do what my dad did. My dad was a pilot in the Air Force for 17 years. So yeah, I wanted wow. to get into pilot's course and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then I, I don't know, I really would appreciate the, because the amount he was away from us, like as yeah. the family and stuff like that was pretty tough, especially yeah. my mum and stuff like that. And I'd hate to do that mm-hmm. for as long as he did. Yeah. It was very brave of him to do that. But yeah. right now, then I kind of settled on, um, I've always wanted to do something to help people out. Mm. You know, since I gave up on the accounting idea, I realized my like my purpose or whatever was to like deliver a service to other people. Mm. And so I decided I wanted to, to go into the medical field. I want to be a doctor, a nurse, whatever I could really. Yeah, cool. And so I kind of put my head down to that. And I sat the, the UCAT, like the medical entrance exam back yeah. in grade 12. And I got it. I did well on that. I got asked for the interview at UQ. Nice. Did that. And so now I'm enrolled in a doctor of medicine for 2024. Yeah. So I got entry into that, but I have to pick an undergrad, obviously, to do before that. So right now I'm in a Bachelor of Biomedical Science, as before. Um, Yeah, so I graduate from that in 2023, and I start my four-year med program in 2024. Yeah, so that's, what, a three-year? Yeah, three-year undergrad, four-year postgrad. Yeah, cool, man. And then however long I have to do for placement and stuff like that. As long as you you start that straight away, like... Mm. That's, you'll be, what, 20, 25? That's still young, man. Yeah. yeah. Pretty young for it, very young for a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy the amount of people that get into that later in life. Yeah. You know, I thought everyone was going to be in the same kind of position yeah. I was, but yeah, I know plenty of people who've, who became doctors at like 35 or whatever. Yeah. So you're going to, like, with the people you're studying with now, are a lot of them older? Um, yeah, but I, I thought. Bachelor of Biomedical Science was kind of like a niche sort of degree that not many people did, but it's yeah. actually huge. Yeah. Right. Like, there's like, there's 700 students, first year students for Bachelor of Biomedical Science at UQ right now. Yeah, wow. So, yeah, it's easy us. Is it a big year or? Uh, it I, think like it's fair, I think it's fairly average size, yeah. Yeah, right. Stuff like paramedicine is blocked up at the moment, but. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of people doing that, yeah. Yeah, like the, para- like the hospitals and stuff are telling people, telling universities to stop yeah, running right. paramedicine courses. Really? They really limit their places because there's no jobs left for yeah, paramedics true. at the moment. So. Yeah, right. Have you got like a specific job in mind once you graduate that you want to get? Yeah, I mean, the goal for any you know student is surgery. Everyone wants to be a surgeon, mm. you know, not just because they make heaps of money, because it's like the most like prestigious role that you can have as a yeah. as a doctor. But I don't know. I like I said before, I really want to. I want to interact with people. And I want to talk to people a lot, and you know, don't really get to do that as a surgeon. So mm. I was thinking either working in radiology. You know, to have medical scans, stuff like that, or uh, pediatrics, so being a doctor for children and stuff like that. Yeah. Because my, my ultimate goal with the whole doctor thing is to make enough money that I can afford to go to charity work in a, in a foreign country. Yeah, well. Like so Fred Hollows kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, fuck yeah, that's cool. Awesome, yeah. man. Like set up a foundation in a thousand mm. countries. Yeah, I just want to be able to deliver service to people who haven't had that kind of opportunity before. So. Yeah. Wow. You really know what you want so young, man. I, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I just can't really see many other options for myself, dude. Like, yeah. like I said, I, you know, math was kind of my thing at school, and so I thought, you know, I could be an accountant, you know. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just thought about what that would actually involve for me, looking at what my mum does. Yeah. You know, she loves it, but yeah. I just, I don't think I could. Yeah. Yeah, and you need a very certain type of brain to enjoy being mm. an accountant, oh, yeah. I think. Like, yeah, I feel like you just need to not rely on social interaction as much as mm. like a, a fuel for what you do yeah it's just like some people enjoy it's like solving 
puzzles and like equations yeah, and that yeah. type of thing. Yeah, some people just enjoy doing that thing kind of by themselves, but I'm more of like a, yeah, I've always felt like I'm more like a team-oriented person, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have like, do you know what specific sort of thing you'd want to do in like other countries? Oh yeah, it entirely depends what I get into really. Yeah. Like if I get into radiology, it'll so, like, obviously be that kind of thing. That you sort of go yeah. Into. Yeah, pediatrics, it'll be going wherever the kids need the most help, stuff like that. So probably, you know, North Africa, that kind of thing. Have you been there before? No, I haven't. No, I do want to go. Yeah. At least before I decide to go over and yeah. do that kind of thing. But obviously with the pandemic and stuff, that's yeah. gonna be that might be hard for a while. Surely by the time you finish your degree, that's yeah. Oh man, if it's around, it's around for seven years, <laughs> yeah. we're in trouble, bro. Surely people just rush the planes at that point. And just <laughs> <laughs> One of us has to have a pilot's license, right? Yeah. <laughs> Brody's yeah. got a pilot's license. Yeah. Just Brody. Yeah. Down. yeah. So he was doing. He's doing, I think, teaching now. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get you there. <laughs> We've got connections here. You haven't broke your spine, have you? Sorry? You haven't broke your spine? Nah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. No, we're doing well. <laughs> We've had a couple of people now that have like just mentioned in passing that they like broke their spine. <laughs> just like, damn, why don't we start with Yeah, Brody broke his spine. Broke his spine? Yeah. Doing it's, what? It's deadlifting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that won't happen to you. Yeah, no, surely, right? <laughs> uh, he, he was just self coaching at that point. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I probably would have gone down that route if I haven't yeah. I hadn't found a coach of my own. So, yeah, I think it's good that you like went straight to coaching. Mm. Like, so young, it's pretty oh, much yeah. maximizing your potential there. Yeah, yeah, I'm terrified of getting injured, man. Like, mm. not once in 18 years have I I've broken a bone or anything. Worst I've had is a sprained ankle. Mm. So, like, if for anything like that to take me out of lifting, I think I'd be pretty, yeah, right. pretty pissed off about it. So, mm. yeah, yeah, the worst part's like the big step back. In your, all oh, your numbers yeah, and just building them back oh, up again. Horrible. Like it's not, it's not like they won't come back, but it's just like, it's time, time it takes spent, time. Yeah, to the time you have to it, spend yeah. to get it back would be awful. Yeah, especially when you're like so competitive, like mm. at this age, it's like yeah, it's good to be able to keep progressing from an already like very high yeah. standard. Yeah, taking a step back would yeah have a big impact on what I have to achieve with powerlifting mm-hmm. stuff, like that, especially with the timing of all these competitions. Mm-hmm. So. Do you have someone that's like a big competitor for you? Uh, sort of, yeah. There's a couple of guys down in Victoria, especially. It seems like Queensland and Victoria are kind of like the big competitors for powerlifting in Australia. A couple of guys down there, you know, like uh, one of them actually like just set the deadlift record that I'm trying to break, I think just last year. So yeah, I guess those guys are kind of like my main competitors right yeah. now. I haven't really met anyone personally. Yeah. Oh, so you don't like, you don't personally know them, you sort of see like the names. Yeah, I see like the videos and stuff that they post, but yeah, no one in my personal life, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Will you meet them when you go to nationals? Probably, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, actually I got invited, I got invited down to nationals this year after my first competition, but it was down in Melbourne. And yeah, trying to make the trip down there would have been a bit of a hassle, especially if I got locked out. Yeah. Trying to get back up, so. So, so that went ahead, did it? I think so. I yeah. think it did. It was back in, I think it was August. So I actually, oh, actually, I don't know. I might have been locked down for all that. Yeah. Mm, so many things got like stopped. It's hard to yeah. know like, what actually. Well, yeah, that's, that's exactly the, the thing. Like I was going to, I wanted to do it. I wanted to go down. And then my, my parents brought up like, given how volatile this whole lockdown, out of lockdown thing can be, like, mm. it, would, it would be really rough if you 
went down there, did your competition, and only mm. to not be able to come back up here for like a month. Yeah, <laughs> so. I'm surprised they're not doing it remotely. Like Bill's competition, he did mm. this remote. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, he did his. Pretty sure it was. Yeah, he did nationals remotely. Was it? Pretty huh. sure. Yeah. Well, just be a like video ref. Yeah, I'm thing. pretty sure it was. Just uh, everyone was just competing through. You know, they had that. It was all obviously in real time. Just wait yeah. for your lift to be called. Oh, okay, true. Mm. I'm pretty good at video editing. Maybe I'd be competitive on a in an online competition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could definitely do make that. <laughs> See how many chairs I've got to compete. <laughs> put uh, put your skills to good use. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. A lot of people seem to think like powerlifting is like a a pretty inaccessible sport to a lot of people mm. like as you see you know you know, people like Taylor Atwood Russell he like the greats like yeah. people who lift just insane numbers and a lot of people don't realise that they're just they're the outliers they're mm. not like your everyday competitor yeah because my first competition was just a local meet yeah. over at Iron Underground yeah in uh, was that Sandgate and everyone there is like so nice yeah that's the thing about Palace. no one wants to see you fail yeah it's not like what I've heard about bodybuilding where everyone kind of backstage is kind of like all caddy to each other and all that kind yeah. of stuff but yeah no one everyone at that powerlifting meet was like yeah just talk to each other they're all so friendly mm. you see other competitors like cheering for their direct rivals for medals and stuff like that it's, mm. it's, a, it's a really nice place to be really yeah that's that's super nice yeah 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 and it's not like you're going up against the best in the world at your local comp yeah exactly like a local comp I would you know anyone who's like kind of into lifting and stuff like that I'd, I'd say give it a go Mm. It's just, you know, they're hardly ever expensive. Mm. It's like, I think you have to pay like $40 for a, a year-long membership to whatever federation you choose mm. to compete in. And then each comp can be as little as like 30 bucks mm. just to get your place in and just go compete on the mm. day. And it's just like, a, it's a great way to, it's probably one of the best introductions to a sport that you can have. You know, when you play like a ball sport or something, it's, it's kind of scary. You know, my first rugby game, you go out there and you have no idea who that bloke is who's just about to whack you in the stomach, mm. that kind of thing. But when at least with powerlifting, because you have so much time, I guess, in between your lifts, everyone's just, yeah, everyone just chats to each other, mm. you get to know the guys, and then, yeah, it's mm. a good time. You obviously love it. Oh, yeah, bro. It was, yeah, addicting, really. Yeah. The second I stepped out of that first competition, I was planning my next, you know, it's mm. like... you got to do it to, like... Understand that, I guess. Like, mm. if you yeah. if you never lift the weight, you just never you never know. Mm. Mm. How long is it? How long do you wait between competitions? Usually, for me, a prep phase is like eight to twelve weeks long. Or at least that's what it was for the last one. So, if I want, if you, I want, I want to compete, and then I make want to make a lot of progress, and then compete again, it can be like two or three months, and then that prep phase. Effect prep phase before the next competition so yeah I think this time the wait was a total of like eight months that to be fair that was with a lot of comps getting cancelled and stuff like that like I was planning to compete back in August but yeah some comps got cancelled some got bought out before I could get a, a place mm-hmm. so yeah anywhere between like four probably four plus months is probably a good time frame for me because mm-hmm. you know if you compete and then you go straight into another prep phase and then you compete again yeah you probably won't that make that much ground on the numbers you did at your yeah. first comp so this is like 20 weeks like 20 weeks yeah 20 weeks yeah yeah it's probably a good one yeah I think a couple of people we're to have a bit of a different opinion about like leading up to the comp oh, yeah. to like keep the weight or like to do like a weight cut closer to the end or like what do, what do you prefer to do? well that's the thing <laughs> since 
like for my last comp and the comp before, I've been well underweight. So I've just been, yeah. I've been trying to gain weight before my competitions and stuff like that. Like last time I competed in the 94 kilo weight class and I weighed like 89. So yeah. I was five kilos underweight there. Yeah, right. This time around in November, I'm, keeping, I'm in the under 105s. And yeah. right now I'm weighing in at like 97, 98. Yeah, right. So I've always been, you know, kind of massively underweight for my yeah. weight class. So I haven't had to worry about doing like a water cut yeah. or a weight cut or anything yet. You're trying to get up like a couple more kilos before then? Yeah, I'm trying to hit, hit at least 100 before November. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully once I get to that point, I can do more more maintenance around my weight and stuff yeah. like that. I just need to fill out my frame, I guess, mm. because I, I looked it up. I think right now I would be, if I went to like Worlds or whatever, I'd be one of the tallest, if not the tallest 94 kilo lifter ever. Really? Peter Worlds, yeah. Most of those guys are like 5'9", yeah. 5'10". Like five, five, yeah. What numbers would you need to hit if you were in the 94? 94s. In the records from the 94s at my age are actually, some of them are higher than the 105s. Oh, right. Because a lot of guys don't get that heavy at yeah. my age. At least a lot, of, a lot of guys who get into powerlifting. Yeah. I think a lot of those, the taller people get into like footy, basketball, all that kind mm. of stuff. So yeah, I think the squat record for my age in the 94s was like 265 or something. Deadlift was 263, I'm pretty mm. sure. Bench 180 again, I think. Yeah. The squat and the deadlift were set by one guy who's just like an absolute freak. Kibitz, yeah. He's nuts now. Mm. You got room to grow, which is good. Yeah. Like, you're not like having to cut, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I've never, never had to cut, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's been an 18 year bulk for me. <laughs> That's a good life. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to. I do want to be able to sit comfortably at a weight class, though. Especially mm. like hopefully the one hundred fives. Yeah. Just because, yeah, trying to gain weight has been really difficult for me, actually. Yeah. I suppose being a younger guy. You're so young, man. Mm. Like, pretty tall as well. It's always yeah. harder when you're yeah. a bit taller. Yeah, like a lot of those guys. I think like my height is pretty normal for like the one hundred fives. So hopefully, mm. I won't be at too much of a disadvantage there. That's all you. I'm like six one. Yeah. That. Sean Mills guy I was talking about he's about the same height as me yeah another dude who's just he's in the juniors over in the US he's pulling like 400 and something yeah well yeah, he's like my height as well so in the same federation uh yeah I think so 400 natty yeah it's insane you reckon he's really natty though <laughs> <laughs> let's show this video into a natty or <laughs> 400 jeez yeah. At what age? I think he's like 24, 25. No, nah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's, that's insane. <laughs> what, in the same weight class as well? 105? Oh, uh, I think he's one of. A one of. Okay. I think yep. he's a bit heavier. He was in the 105s. I think at that time he was pulling like 360, 370, yeah. so. What are you a junior? Like, what age are you a junior until? It's 19 to 23, I'm pretty sure. So I'll be juniors next year. Yeah, right. I think. Yeah, true. It's gonna be rough because, you know, I'm being competing against guys who have like yeah, you'll be the youngest. three, four years on me. So yeah. same with Bill though. Yeah. He's he's in juniors now. I think he's that's oh, why he's trying to get weight as well. Bill's a year or two older than me. So he's twenty one or twenty twenty. I think he's turning twenty next year. Right. He's nineteen right now. Yeah. Is he in the same federation as you? He wasn't for his, so for his last competition. He was in Capo, which is like a uh, I think it's an alliance of a couple of federations in Australia. But from next year, he's going to be in APU with me because he wants to do IPF and stuff. 
still get to compete against him. Well, not really. He might be in the same class, but... Yeah. He's actually trying to go up to like a higher weight class at the moment. Yeah. He's so skinny. (laughs) Don't tell him I said that. Edit that out. Yeah, Yeah, you heard me, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy what he can do without small ear, like... Not (laughs) small, but like... Yeah, he's, with his size he, yeah, like, he, he's crazy. kind of shifts like he'd be under 75 he, he competed in the under 75 so he yeah. lifted like 230 something yeah crazy that's crazy to me yeah. like. you're not a small bill yeah. <laughs> you're a little bit small bill <laughs> really strong though <laughs> yeah no, I had to convert him because he wants to because he wants to come to APU he's going to have to learn to lift on like the stiff bar and stuff like yeah, that yeah because he was using a mono or? yeah the, yeah over in capo you get to use like a squat bar deadlift bar squat out of a mono and that kind of stuff but yeah we get none of that in APU yeah I remember when I first started here I was deadlifting on the stiff bar and uh, Benny yeah Benny comes up to me he's like hey man you know there's a deadlift bar like you can use over there I was like dude I wish I wish I could use that <laughs> yeah but... I think I said that to you as well yeah <laughs> yeah I don't know I you feel like used to it. I, yeah, I couldn't get... if I got too used to that I feel like I'd mess just, myself up so they just use bar. the power bar for everything yeah it's good for benching <laughs> not so much the deadlifting part yeah. absolutely zero whip off the floor it's just yeah it's rough what do you squat out of just out of like a rack or out of a stand? yeah you have to walk you have to walk your squat out from the stands or the rack whatever yeah. you're in so what do you prefer I prefer walking out, out walking out of the racks even when I use the mono here I, I don't get people to gate me just because I don't know same thing again I like to train how I'm going to p- compete so mm-hmm. my first comp I was almost bombed out on squats just because I never squatted with like cues before because they make you walk it out and then wait until they say squat you can't just you can't just go like yeah. I do here so yeah I, I was almost jumping calls and stuff like that so that took a bit of yeah. getting used to but so you just didn't do that in any of your training Nah, because I didn't really think about it. Yeah. Same with benching. I pulled up to my first competition. I went to bench. And until then, I'd been benching with my heels off the floor because I thought yep. I could. Yeah. And I unracked my first bench and the head ref said, heels down. I was like, what? He's like, you have to put your heels on the floor. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, shit. So I had That's to fucking hard. Yeah, I had to completely change my technique yeah, for benching never done on this the day. Before. Yeah, it's <laughs> whack. Did, did your coach not know that? Just like didn't know that federation or? Well, I was the one who was looking up all the rules and stuff because I was his. I'm his first client who's actually been a competitive powerlifter. Yeah, right. He just trains the others in like yeah. for general health and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, right. So I was like, yeah, I think I think this is fine. And yeah, <laughs> nah, it's not. He's like, yeah, sweet. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> yeah, I was lucky enough to you know put up a decent number there and not get injured, but yeah, it was still yeah, kind of threw me off on the yeah, day. Yeah, definitely threw you off a lot. Mm. <laughs> um, thanks for coming in. Yeah, yeah no worries. Thanks for having me, guys. Good yeah, to chat good. with you yeah. and thanks, hear about your goals. Yeah, it's not. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Now go get a PB, right? Yeah, <laughs> do my best. Yeah.